Hello, and welcome to Heart Points, a one-on-one actual play podcast. I am Zach, your friend and editor. Haven't had to do that in a while. And this is a sort of surprise episode. I did not tell Zach and Diana I was doing this, um, but since the news that the show is going on indefinite hiatus for a while, I thought I would do a little tribute to the show, to Zach and Diana, and to the listeners. So this is a little best of moments. Uh, this episode will be the first half of the Sagranta campaign, and hopefully I'll have some time to do a few more of these, but this is Volume 1, Best of Heart Points. Hope you enjoy! Heart Points is a new podcast that uh, the two of us are going to be doing. My name is Zach. My name is Diana. Uh, and this is a couple's one-on-one roleplay podcast um, starring Zachary and Diana. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're going to play a variety of games together and share the stories with you. Um, we are going to be one of now many, 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 many role-playing game podcasts that are on the internet, but we hope that you enjoy this one. Um, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be just the two of us, myself GMing and Diana playing a character and, uh, across different games. Yeah. My name is Diana. Um, I am by day a school counselor for literally any and all children. And by night I am a prisoner to... superhero. Well, I wish. No. By night I am a prisoner to my husband's... I was going to say role-playing game fantasies, but that just sounds really wrong. Yeah. Okay. So I just, I am, I play role-playing games with my husband. This is sounding really wrong, so I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> oh, my God. A, a small glimpse into Diana's personality. So, uh, okay. Let's put a pin in that, and we'll get back to that in, like, a couple minutes. Uh, what characters did you turn to for inspiration for your character? The movie Chasing Liberty with Mandy Moore. That's new. I didn't know that. Yeah. So she is the president's daughter, and (laughs) she gets really like, oh, dad, you're too protective. I need to go out on my own. And so she runs away. And he sends this, like, really attractive guy after her to be her secret bodyguard. But she doesn't know he's her bodyguard. She thinks it's just this guy that she meets up with, and she falls in love with him, and he crosses boundaries. It's super inappropriate as a Secret Service member. And then he quits, and then they end up together at the end. Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. It's really, it's a really romantic movie. But there are several movies based on I'm the daughter of the president, and I am running away. I was going to say, isn't there like a Disney original movie? About- yeah. What is that called? Um, I just Googled the president's daughter, and that's apparently not it. <laughs> I don't know the Disney one, but there is one with... Is it called My Date with the President's Daughter? Yeah, well, yeah, she runs away then, too. But um, <laughs> Katie Holmes did, did one as well, where she was the president's daughter and she ran away. Okay. Let me find out what that one's called. Let's find out. That one was that's called... That's right. It, my Date with the President's Daughter was starring the big brother from yes. that show. Oh my god, from Boy loved. Meets World. What yeah, is wrong one. with you? Um, god. First Daughter is the one with uh, Katie Holmes, where she's the president's daughter and she runs away. There are several, and there are also scenes in other movies where this happens. Amanda Bynes is the daughter what? of a nobleman 
in a movie and she's American and he's British and she goes to England and at some point she's supposed to go to this function and she runs away with a cute British guy. Like, you know, women being rebellious and running away from their powerful fathers. That was my inspiration for this. And there are a lot of movies from the late 1990s and early 2000s that represent this that I loved. Yay, president daughter movies. Look at Will Freddy with a beard. No, don't do that. Don't ruin him. Don't ruin him. That's amazing. Don't ruin him. You also get to choose a weapon. Uh, You can choose a rapier. Done. A a rapier? Rapier. I don't think a pistol makes any sense. And I'm sure as hell not walking around with a trident. That's what? Tridents are cool. How am I going to? Aquaman walks around with a trident. I'm not Aquaman. Why would I have a trident? I am from a noble family. Why would I have one? That doesn't make any sense. You, you, you could you make it make sense. I, Maybe I could, it's a family I heirloom. I can't. That, why would I steal a fa- family heirloom? I'm trying to run away and be inconspicuous. Well, where'd you get a rapier? Easily. Those aren't marked with like a family sigil on it. If it's the family, this one's not. Why not? Because it, a rapier is easier to have multiple of than the one family trident that everybody knows is your family's trident. I like how you just locked it on. I was like, and it, he said it. Now it had to be the family trident. Could just be. <laughs> Who just has tridents? I don't Who know. just walks around with tridents? No, it's too obvious. Okay. A rapier is much easier to hide. Okay. And make it like it's easier to make a story behind it than like, oh, I just I just carry this trident because I don't know, I used to live by the sea, but now I'm going to a desert city where there's no reason for me to have a trident. I carry it for sentimental it doesn't make any sense. A rapier makes more sense. I'm okay. going with a rapier. So it's ten. Alright, yeah, you definitely hit. Uh roll your damage. What? Is happening, Diana. Yeah. Every time roll I roll damage, every time I roll damage, it rolls right off the table. What is happening? It's a one. How uh, is this happening? That does nothing. That no. bounces off of his oh, leather armor. I got a, t- I got a ten. How is this possible? Um, <gasps> you could choose to do extra damage. Um, you could roll to do extra damage um, and expose yourself to the attack. You could see yes, that. Yes, I'm doing that. Off. That's a right. one. I got a one. Yes. So nonsense. I got a. T- I super landed that hit and no damage. Mm-hmm. Nonsense. What is <laughs> happening? It's another one. It's another one. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh yeah no. Okay. I, All right. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Yeah you. Uh, oh wait, then you expose yourself I double to po- an attack. I double poked him. Yeah. And nothing happened. So now roll, he un- makes me unconscious. Roll, uh yeah, I think you. Now that twelve. Now you, that ten. You jab at him twice, and both times it just kind of like sticks into the leather armor, and you met you don't get in, and I think the second time it gets stuck in the leather armor for yep. just half a second, and that's enough time for him to bring down the kukri on you. So watch me get a six. Watch it happen. Oh, look, a six. <laughs> oh, look, a six. It's a six. Yay. I got six zero. Don't yay that. That's awful. You should. That's really mean to your wife. You should. That's really mean. I want a seven. I'm at less than half health. I'm um, less than half HP. My heart points are less than half. Yeah. You're, you're, that's a problem. Your heart points are bad. What's your HP at? Seven. Your HP is at seven? All right, it takes you half a second for you to pull your rapier from his armor, mm-hmm. and that's enough time for the kukri to dig into your arm and, mm. and pull down your arm a little bit. Oh, no. I'm going to have some cool scars, though. Yeah. Is I... no one coming to help me? 
so Jacinta, she has your arm. She's got like uh, she's holding like tight onto Sal's elbow. Mm-hmm. She's wrapping up, uh, wrapping up the wound. When uh, Narcissu walks into the tent, and Narcissu looks at you and goes, "So uh, you're the you're, you're the little hero, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> He just uh, he looks. You weren't, you weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> no, he goes. Uh, he goes. Mourinho told me what you did. I mean, yeah, but I'm not a hero. Do you see me? I'm covered in blood. Jacinta lets out like a little laugh. She lets out like a little chuckle, and uh, Narcissu pulls up a chair and he sits down beside you. He goes, "Um, where'd you uh, where'd you get the sword? Where'd you get the face? That's not a. Excuse me. I think those are the same question." I've always had this sword. It's always been mine. Just like you've always had that face. It's always been yours. He, uh, he like kind of like looks down on the floor and then looks back up at Sal and goes, um, I think you're getting the wrong impression. This isn't an interrogation or a, I don't know. You're not under arrest. I'm just trying to, didn't expect you to, uh, take on a knoll based uh, on how you look. I didn't expect to take on a knoll either. Again, also... Based on how I look, were I dressed for null fighting, I think I would be dressed a little bit different. Yeah, and this guy catches up to you. He goes, hey, girl, you look lost. I'm not. He goes, you're not. Nope. He goes, well, you're heading the wrong way from the train station. How do you know? How do you know where I'm going? Uh, because you don't look like you want to head into Dwarf Town. Okay, valid point. But maybe I do. But maybe also I don't. How do I get to the heart? He goes, unless you want to walk through Dwarf Town, you're going to want to take the train. And you don't want to walk through Dwarf Town. Why don't you want me to walk through Dwarf Town? Uh, because I don't like seeing newbie little girls get lost. Describe this man. This uh, is Diana to GM. Describe this man. He's uh, he's actually... How old is Konsosau? Is, is, uh, 20. He's 18. And he is very raggedy looking. And he's got kind of nice clothes, but his hair is a mess, and it kind of, like, hangs around his face. Audience, this is love interest number two. And he says, uh, he goes, he goes, listen, you don't want to walk through Dwarf Town. I can uh, show you another way. I don't want to trust you. Do you want to do discern realities? Yes. Okay, yeah, you can do discern realities. I can um, ask, like, what should I be on the lookout for? Well, so you roll, and then you get either three or one question, and then you get to, you can hold on to that question. You can wait and then right. do some more role play and then ask the questions later. Okay. So this is um, 2d6 plus a d- wisdom. Ooh, seven. My wisdom's a zero. So you get one question, and you can hold on to that for a little bit, or you can ask immediately. Well, I'm asking you the GM, mm-hmm. not the character. So yeah. what should I be on the lookout for in... Con- in relation to this interaction with this person that I'm having. You should be on the lookout for the two other guys who are a respectable distance, but watching the two of you having a conversation on either side of you. Can I ask a follow-up question, or is that it? No, that is your one question. Which way do you think I should go? He goes, come come with me. I'll take you around the other side of the, of the station. No, tell me. Well, around the other side of the station. Okay, thank you. Bye. And I continue to walk into Dwarftown. You go, <laughs> okay. He follows you. <gasps> and he goes, he goes, hey, girl, you, I'm telling you, you don't want to walk that way. What, what's the harm in me walking this way? He, he's like, he's like, I'm, the dwarves are, they're, they stink. 
they're dirty, they're gross, and they they'll tear a girl like you up. So then maybe you should come with me to be protection. He goes he goes, Yeah, sure. Okay. Can I look around? Yeah. How far away are we from our starting point? From the starting conversation? How far away are we now? I don't know, you're uh, maybe twenty feet. Okay, yeah. I wanna look around. Okay. I specifically want to see if those two people that the GM told me I should worry about are still there. Yeah, they are. And they're they're still, like, they're on, like, either side of you. And they're, like, a good distance away. There's, like, people walking in and out. Are they, is it clear that they're following me? Yes. (sighs) Do I recognize them? No. Why are you letting me ask these questions without making me roll? Oh, I don't, I don't, you're you're (laughs) absolutely right. Thank you for pointing that out. I'm being way too easy on you. I mean, thank you for the free information. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Okay, so they're following me. I do mm-hmm. not recognize them. No. I'm going to roll because I, well, I have follow-up questions. Okay, what are you trying to do? I want to know if he if they look like they're with him or if they are a like secondary party okay. who have noticed me. Mm, okay. Is that discern reality? Yeah, I don't know if any of those questions are going to answer that, though. Can I make up a question? Nope. Fine, it won't do that. And I continue into Dwarf Town. And I hope... The dwarves are nice to little girls. Yeah, this guy, uh, he keeps following you, and he keeps like trying to talk to you, and he goes, he goes, all right, look, I'll, I'll escort you through dwarf town, all right? I, I couldn't bear to see a girl like you get hurt. Just to be clear, you're doing this on your own. I'm not paying you for this. He, he laughs, and he goes, sure, sure. By the way, my name is uh, Esteban. Oh, Esteban? Oh, my God. Uh, would it be Esteban in Portuguese? It's- no, I mean, I think it would be Esteban, but it doesn't matter. You just picked, like, the... Hey, baby. My name is Esteban. Like, you just picked, like, the creepiest name. Yeah. Okay. Um, he goes, He goes. what's uh, What's your name? Sal. I think she's too innocent to lie to him. I don't think she would have thought of a fake name. Okay. So. He's, he's walking with her, and... Uh... So, I think she's nervous, mm-hmm. and I think she really doesn't know if she should trust him, but... He sounds a little bit cute okay. for her. She doesn't have a lot of experience, so, like, any guy talking to her, I think, is going to be like, oh, this is... So I think she's, like, shyly doing the, like, you know, that little flirty stuff. Like, she's looking at him from the side of, of her eyeball, and maybe she does a weird giggle. You can see that one of the humans is carrying a sword, and the dwarf is carrying a shillelagh. And uh, they start walking towards you, and Omen goes, he kind of slaps Sal, and he goes, pull, pull out your sword. So, Sal pulls out a rapier, and she goes, those are nice weapons. Do you know what this one's done? And I wait for a response from them. They keep walking up. I think Omen is taking a step back, because he's trying to decide if it, it would be smarter to run. And I'm, like, pushing him behind me. I'm, I'm pushing him behind me with my um, hand. I think Omen is suddenly realizing that he hired a small girl to be his bodyguard. Um... <laughs> Sorry. One of the humans laughs, and he pulls out his own sword, and it's kind of like a, it's a longer like broadsword, and he goes, um, no, what is what is that sword done? It's killed a knoll and a human, and I'm so excited to try killing you. She's Wait. bluffing like crazy. Why? <laughs> why did you just say? But you expect that? I don't. That's what that. Well, I'm that's trying to think saying. of how. Either of the two parties that you're near. She's are entering going to a react. duel with the swordist. Okay. I'm trying to think how either of them are going to react to you saying that you've killed a knoll before. I fully ex- I fully expect Omen to just be like, what, what, and start like backing away. 
But, like, he knows, he has to know that he's a little bit safer with her than he is out on his own. There's at least numbers. Like, him and okay. Sound against these three guys is better than just him against these three guys. Yeah, but you also just said that you've killed... I also said I killed a human. And then I'm excited to kill him, this next you, person. Why didn't you just lie and say that you've killed a human? What? Cause or that you've killed people. Because that's just not where her brain uh, Okay, so I think uh, the guy with the sword says, um, that makes two of us then. I'm obviously better at it than you. They all laugh at you. Go like, ahead, laugh. How about you and I decide this? You and me. Mono, ify mono. <laughs> the dwarf goes, uh, if you've killed gnolls before, then uh, why don't you help us out? And we're just doing our thing. I killed to save my life. I don't kill to be a butthead, which you obviously are. <laughs> butthead. Are, are, you try- are we trying to not swear? Yeah. Okay. The th- second human who uh, has a dagger, he says, uh, we're killing to save our lives too. And he says, you're not, no, in, actually- da- you're not in danger, you big puffball. You're not in danger. We're just walking. I'm having fun with my friend. And you're being a butthead. The dwarf actually hits him a little bit and goes, we're not even going to kill him. We just want to chase him out. We just want to keep him out. Well, you're short and I don't like you. I want to chase you out. You don't get to decide who gets to live here. No one gets to decide that. You don't get to be in my way. So I'm going to cut you if you continue to be in my way. Move. I'm going for the crazy little girl act. I'm going for crazy. Okay. The human with the sword looks up. It like just kind of like looks up and goes, "I've had enough of this." So and have I. Starts, move. And he uh, goes up to push you out of the way. Um, excuse you, no, and I stab him. <laughs> All right. Don't uh, touch me. So excuse you. Do you know who I am? Roll hack and slash. Plus my dicks. That's a eight. All right. You thrust your sword at him mm-hmm. and roll your damage. Black. A three. You uh run this guy through. Yeah. I told you, don't touch me. Do you want some more? And I like put my hands up, thrust my crazy eyes at the other human and the dwarf. Do you want some more? You uh, run this guy through your rapier, like go in his stomach, in his stomach, in his side. She says, "We're out of bandages after the incident last week." I think Sal offers hers up. Yes. And yeah, she bandages it up, and that poultice kind of like numbs the pain and, and cleans it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll 1d4. I got a 1. All right, heal 1. Oh, yay. That's exciting. But that makes that makes you stable, and, and you're not bleeding out anymore. Yeah. And No Mom is washing the, her hands and washing, the, washing the, the things that she used with the leftover warm water. Out of play. Yes. How big is my scar going to be? Like, how cool am I going to be naked? Pretty damn cool. So does it start, like, behind my stomach and then come over above my belly button? Like, where is this? Where is this scar? Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's, like, an inch from your belly button, like, up to, your, like, around your side. Oh, I'm going to be the coolest naked lady. <laughs> That's the only time anyone's ever going to see it. Okay. All right. Uh, what was the Portuguese ham sandwich we just looked up? Oh, uh, tosta mista? Tosta mista. Wait, that wasn't it, was it? Tosta mista. It's cheese and ham. Yeah, I thought we looked up something else. Um, there was a French one. Yeah, there was a weird French one we looked up. It's like cheese on the outside. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I think you order a tosta mista. Do I get a tosta mista or do I get a bifana? Tosta mista. Okay. Bifanas are too nice for this place. Do you... Oh, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> this is Diana talking to Zach. Zach, do you think bifanas are like fancy food? No, I don't think they're fancy food, but I think they're fancier than they're not, ham and cheese. It's a grilled ham and cheese on a panini. You need a press. Don't Meanwhile, press. you you need a press for what? You've never even had a toshtamista. Oh, <gasps> I'm gonna make toshtamistas later. I can't eat toshtamistas. We'll, we'll buy fake ham. But babe, I feel like oh, I feel like a bifana. I'm so sorry. This is so boring. But I feel like a bifana would be easier. Like you just put it all in a pot, and the pot boils, and then you just boil. You just cut some bread and toss it in there. That's true. Meanwhile, a toshtamista, you have to grill. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess they're both... But I also both... really like Bifanash, and I don't want you to have really good food. Okay, I just want right. you to have okay food. All right, because I feel like a toast to like I feel like a toast the... that could be had here. Like, that's... You just toss it on the grill. They, it's hot. You know, like the skit, like the... Yeah. You know, like the flat... It's just one sheet of metal yeah. grills, not like the outside grills. Stop messing with my world building. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You and Mourinho are up here talking. Yes. And um, something weird is on the roof. Uh, um, like a shape? Yeah. Sal sees out of the corner of her eye this figure that is in the darkness. It's shaped almost humanoid, but it's on all fours, and it's got a massive hunched back. But it's not there, really. It's sort of there like can i see through it yeah oh that's terrifying and it shimmers in these strange shades of red and then fades and then reappears closer to you okay and then fades and then is standing behind the marino what do you do are we high like is that what we were smoking uh yeah you were smoking hashish okay so i mean i wouldn't say it's like like well, I'm not like high high, yeah, but you know. I think it's. I was consuming some sort of substance, yeah. and I have been all day. So I'm like very loudly whispering, letting you do not turn around. But what is that thing? <laughs> Let's end there. Oh no! Man, every night in Sal's life here is just going bad. One of the guards that are by your side and is escorting you, he has short, buzz cut, like new grunt recruit hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got some some fine, like scale armor, and he's got a, a, a broad sword sword uh, at his side. And he turns to you and he goes, "You were with that group from Forza that came in a few nights ago." Should I have been with that group from Forza that came in a few nights ago? He, he looks at you like that's a weird way to respond to that question. And he goes, well, I, I just asked because my uh, parents were also in that group. And uh, they're coming out to live with me now. He says, uh, I, I heard it was a really scary trip. What are their names? Uh, Gilberto and Flora. Stop it. He goes, did you meet them? Yes. <laughs> they were so nice to me. So she's right-handed. It's not her right hand mm-hmm. that's on her rapier. Her left hand is still, like, looking like it's in her pocket. But yeah. her, like, elbows are moving. Like, she's very animated. But she still <laughs> wants to be ready in case something happens. Okay. Uh, I heard that Knowles attacked the group. Knoll Raiders attacked, yes. He shrugs and kind of, like, rolls his eye and goes, is there a difference? I mean, the orphan that's eating food from the garbage isn't a threat to me. So, yeah, there's a difference to me. He kind of goes tight-lipped. And says, uh, I think they're pretty much the same. 
I think you're pretty much the same too. And then I stopped talking. <laughs> okay. All right. He, I'm sure he's going to try and have some sort of conversation with me. I'm responding zero. You guys keep walking. And he goes, uh, I didn't mean any offense. I just... Uh, I think you did. I, I think you meant to offend them. You just don't mean to offend me. And I happen to be offended by the things that you said. But I think you do mean offense. You mean offense to them. He shuts up. <laughs> yeah, he shuts up. <laughs> Tell your parents that I'll stop by and see them soon. He goes, What's, what is your name? Tell your parents that someone will stop by and see them soon in a positive way. I'm excited to see them. It's been a while. He goes, well, they're living with me. So if you're going to see them, you're I'm, probably going to see me. I'm assuming you work. Is this not your job? Are you not working right now? You're there all the time with your parents? Do they come with you to your job? I didn't know I needed to get permission to talk to some adults. Do I have permission to talk to your parents? Am I allowed to do that? He goes completely tight-lipped. Um, She's giggling now. The first time I meet you, it's in relation to stories of a null attack, and you claimed to have fought one off. A null raider, you mean? Yes. She she smiles. She goes, yes, a null raider. And then you challenge one of my soldiers no you no your soldier challenged me i was defending myself there's a difference between being challenged unnecessarily and or rather challenging unnecessarily and starting a fight because you think that you're the big bad person in town and no one's going to stand up to you and there's and the other side whereas you're defending yourself i was defending myself She's sounds like you don't understand. She is so dumb and young. She really thinks that she can take this. She's so young. She really thinks she can take this. She's nervous, but she's so dumb. Why did I? I've seen you play Torchbearer and the way that you quote unquote negotiate. Why would I ever try to do negotiations? (laughs) My. My HP is at a 14. Oh, no. The cat thinks this is a toy. Does that, does that count? Because the cat just it like fell out because the cat went into the thing. Does that count? I will let it count if I it's supposed to count. Want, okay. So what happened was Diana was about to roll. The cat jumped into the dice tray. And Diana just dropped the dice. And they landed on, on a three. On a three. So does it count? I'll let it count. It'll count. It counts. That was for your hack and slash, right? Yes. Yes, it counts. It counts. There's no way for it to not count. It counts. (laughs) Damn it, cat. You were fine on the chair. Ow, cat. You went into my dice box. (laughs) The cat just bit Diana for no reason. Why is our cat so bad? I don't know. But I'm, I'm hacking and slashing. For his, either his Achilles tendon to bring him down immediately, okay. or his kneecap. All right. Because I'm on the ground. I feel okay. like that's probably, like, the best way. Or maybe his groin. How is my angle? I think you are, you're at his feet. Yeah, all right. So I'm going for his Achilles tendon, his knee, or his Those groin. Those are three entirely different it parts of the body. It depends on my angle and how well I roll. Are you slashing or are you jabbing? How close is he to me? I'm at his He's feet? He's within sword's reach because you're within his sword's Could reach. Could I poke his penis? 
It would bring him down. I'm just saying, if I poked you his just, groin, yes, it would bring him down. Yes, Diana, you can do that. All right. This is why we don't record on weekends. <laughs> okay. Yes, you can jab. I'm going to do that move they do in the movies. No, hold on. I'm going to do that move they do in the movies where I put my sword up to his groin. Diana, no, just I'm, attack I'm going, him. Okay, I'm going, for his, I'm going for his Achilles tendon. It's better. I'm going that way. That's a six, seven. Okay. I go for his Achilles tendon. Oh, my God. Zachary, it's very important to the story where I'm attacking this man. This is a story-driven game. I have to be specific. I got a middling thing. Continue. TM. <laughs> <laughs> She stops and she thinks about what Evaristo says um, because one, he asked her to, and two, she knows that her family has been contacted. So the more no, she doesn't. She does. Somebody warned her. The um, the oh, what's his name? Pete Myth. No, Pete Myth suggested. Okay, I shouldn't say that. Pete told you that Messia knew who you were. Right, but I don't trust Messia. Okay. At all. So in my head, she has absolutely contacted my family. And then we, as listeners, know that she contacted somebody and just to juxtaposition? Juxtaposition? How do you say that word? Juxtaposition? Juxtaposition? Yeah. That sounds weird. Is that right? I don't know. What are you trying to say? Is that not the word? Juxtaposition. Juxtaposition? In juxtapose, juxtapose is a word. I don't know how you're trying to use it. So we can infer... That because we were yeah, given... That is not what juxtaposed <laughs> All right, <means. laughs> all right. We can infer that because the scene where she was writing a letter came very close together in time, which mm-hmm. is where I'm trying to use that word I cannot say, yes. to sound finding out that Messiah knows. Yeah. That we can infer that Messiah has contacted Sound's family. Mm-hmm. All right. I have a hard time saying some of these weird English words. Well, they're I hard. More of the problem is that I don't think you know what that word means. <laughs> I do know what that. I know how people use that word. Okay. Shut up. English isn't my first language. But back on point. So she suspects, at the least, she suspects that her family knows or that her family is aware of where she is now mm-hmm. or soon will be. So she doesn't want to draw more attention to herself. However, garbage. I don't so, know if they use the word garbage. So, I think they more use the so word. Some, trashy so sal stops and just stops she's not looking at either side just stops dead in her tracks and continues listening yeah i don't i mean i don't think there's much i don't think they say much more than that they kind of just uh something along the lines of you know these trashy kids can't don't know what they're doing they're gonna get themselves killed and then you know we're gonna have to deal with three dead kids in front of our shops and that isn't good for business what the f- so, where are their dang parents <laughs> that was that was a funny face you just made um i think sound goes yeah man all these trashy people here shitting on kids who are just looking for some fun and or funds man those shitty shitty trashy shitty people and i continue walking i don't say it to anybody i just say it out loud loud enough for them to hear it and continue walking <laughs> okay you're just yelling esteban yeah esteban! Okay. Esteban! the i think one of his like buddies hears you first and turns and looks over and then like 
hits him, and he gets up and like looks over the balcony, and he goes, "Oh shit, what are you doing here, girl? What are you doing? What? Well, hold on, what are you doing here?" <laughs> he like looks at you and like shrugs. I live here, and I think you're kind of starting to make a little bit of a scene. <laughs> I think like an orc walks past you and like looks, gives you a look. I want to be clear. She has a big smile on her face this whole time. Esteban goes, um, you better be getting along. I don't think you want to be here too late. Um, that sure is a warning. Can I come up? He looks at his... <laughs> he looks at his friends and... Just, no. Why? There's a scene of people... I know who he is. I know what's going on. There's a scene of people around me. He goes, go away. <laughs> I start walking up towards him. Okay. So in order to get to him, you would have to go in the smoke shop. I do that. Okay. Inside, it is this dark, smoky room mm-hmm. uh, full of people smoking and drinking and um, carousing, mm-hmm. lounging about on big, like, pillowy futons. Right? Sure. Futon? Is that a thing? Yeah. Uh, and there's a stairway uh, that leads up. I go to the stairway. Okay. And there are a few rooms, and then there are two balconies, and you like two balcony areas. And you can see in the one balcony area, Esteban just like looking at you with his like palms up, like, what? Go, girl. Are you still assaulting people? I think at this point, his other, his three associates stand up and are <laughs> equally confused. And, uh, I th- yeah, I think he, like, walks into this, the, like, hallway. I think he, like, pats his buddies on the shoulder and, like, walks up to you and goes, Go away! Stop assaulting people. <laughs> she points her finger in his face, kind of doesn't quite poke him, but gets real close to it and just goes, Stop assaulting people. And then turns around and walks down the stairs. <laughs> well, that's her plan, anyway. Okay, uh, yeah, I think he watches you go, um very confusedly and you can hear like one of the people that he's with go who the hell was that Esteban and uh yeah I think he just uh my vengeance will come people but I'm not ready yet and he's a man I'm assuming much larger than me no I don't know why you keep assuming that because I'm small I never said that I was large I am a small person yeah but he's like 16 17 years old I don't know why you keep like assuming he's like a a, let me ask you something a 30 year old dude when either of your brothers were 16 or 17 were they not large were they not the same size that they currently are in their 20s no I don't think so they might be a little skinnier but they were big I don't think they were that big your youngest was muscular also, you're I'm like... I'm just saying. Large. Possible. Larger than me. He larger is, than he me. He is no bigger than you. No. I refuse to believe that. I, I'm i like five foot. You're, yeah, but you're also a warrior who is like... I'm not a warrior. I am not a warrior. I was like a princess. I just know how to fight. Okay, yeah. All right. That's so you're, difference. You're I'm, a, I'm not a warrior. You're a Xena warrior princess. I am not a Xena warrior princess. I am like Arya when she first went to King's Landing. Okay. I'm not like Arya now. I'm except, like Arya when she first went to King's Landing, except, except older. Yeah, you're older, so you have, like, some, like, you're more physically formidable. No. Arya was, like, ten. No. I, no. I am, oh, my God. You don't know what my character looks How like. How old is Sal? Sal is 20 years old, and she's a little. You're 20? She's a little pudgy. She's yeah. got She got a little comfort curve. 
little oh bit. Oh my god! But so not you're a lot. Nothing but like she's Arya. like she's like five. I meant in like fighting style and stuff. Like I'm not great at it. I've just practiced against like people who were paid to practice with me. Not like I'm not a warrior. I've never been to war. The most battling I've ever done is here in this crazy ass city. Yeah, but you keep talking about how tiny yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm little. I'm short. He's a 16, 17-year-old boy. He's taller than okay, me. Okay, so he's slightly taller than you. Slightly? Oh, my God. Is he 5'5"? Five five? Why is this the issue? Well, because it matters. Why? If he has long legs, I might be able to scurry underneath him. I need to know how tall he is. If 5'5", five five, you're not going to scurry under anyone. I'm not 5'5". Five five. I'm 5 foot. Okay, you're still not going to scurry under anyone's right, legs. I just needed to know. What are you talking about? I just about? needed to know what I was looking at. So, not a giant fine it's clarified it's canon i'm five five with a little comfort pudge that's not tiny also are you five five or are you five i'm five did i just say i was five you five, did just oh, say you were five i'm five. five i'm five foot oh my god I'm sorry. okay stop stop all right oh my god this was like three minutes of us arguing over your height and how tall the average 16 year old boy is i'm just saying they're taller than you think they are so I think you were expecting, I think this is the same guy that you had, like, gashed <gasps> open before. Yes, I get a plus one advantage to him because I defeated him before. Oh, okay. And yeah. it was a duel. Yeah. Not that it matters because you rolled max damage. So I think he wasn't wearing any armor because he was showing off this wound that they were claiming this mm -hmm. knoll did. So you've been fighting a lot of guys with armor, so you expect to have some resistance when you lunge with your rapier, and it goes through that burlap sack and just doesn't have any resistance. Do I realize that it's? Foom. Do I realize now that I've stabbed him that this must be the guy with the slash? Yeah. Okay, I get close to him. This is now a new thing that I'm doing because I didn't realize <laughs> that this was him. I get close to him and I go, "Remember me," and I take his dagger while I watch him die. <laughs> Don't hate on Knowles. Uh, yeah, he falls to the ground and... Uh, no, this... she's very conflicted about this. She is actually very upset about this. But momentum and adrenaline yeah. and all that jazz. But I do, I do tell him that. Okay. Remember me. When you open your eyes, you are in the tall grass, running. The blades brush past your face, fill your nose with pollen. You're running on all fours through the steppe your sisters around you howling and yipping. There's someone strange here. You can smell them, and soon you see above the grass a figure clad in burning armor. Is this the exact same dream I had before? Your eyes flutter open. There's yelling and the smell of fire. You're being carried, um, and I think for a brief second you can make out that Goliath carrying you. Mm -hmm. And above you the city opens into a black sky. You're looking for the moon when faintness takes you again. You are standing in the steppe, glowing like a torch. There is no moon here. The sky is hungry for one. Around you, the grasses part as a pack of wild dogs run through the golden sea. A rumbling begins behind you, low and furious. It fills your chest until it feels like it was always there, between your heart and your lungs, and you turn to find that jackal, horrible and mad, towering above you. You reach out for your sword, but it is gone, and that slavering, rumbling skull full of teeth comes crashing down upon you. Now, now I really want to know what the actual formal term for a group of hyenas is. Is it a pride? 
It is called a clan. Ah. Huh. All right, so we're going to go with clans from yeah. now on. Okay. Holy crap. A clan of hyena may include up to 80 individuals. Holy moly. Oh, and they actually are led by females. I couldn't remember if that was a fact or if that was just something I made up. Mm. Who ruled the world? Girls. Are you quoting Bob's Burgers? No, I'm oh. quoting Beyonce. Oh, I'm sorry. All I could think of was the Bob's Burgers girl power ballad or whatever that song was <laughs> from the Valentine's Day yeah, episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It was very good. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know Beyonce. <laughs> That's well okay. Enough. That's all right. Go ahead. I don't, I don't, I think you should buy a real sword. I don't think you should have me, I don't think you should, I'm just an apprentice. I don't, I think you should buy a real sword. I mean, I need a sword and I don't really know anybody else in the city and you already saved my life, so I trust you to make a good sword, one that I can use to bash people don't i don't need i I clearly don't know very much about swords (laughs) like i don't know how you could make a bad sword i'm not sure that i understand me sal i don't understand how you can make a bad sword (laughs) oh i think sal would understand i don't think sal would i think sal would have only ever held good well-made rapiers i don't think she would know that you can make a less quality one but also, right. Diana has no idea how you can make a bad one. I mean, there's lots of ways you can make a bad sword. I'm sure there are. I just um, don't know what they are. I think Nuke says, uh, there are other blacksmiths in the city, and there are other swordsmiths in the city, and if you're gonna call in a boon, you should do it with one of them, but if you really want me to make a sword for you, I'll give it a shot. Would you feel comfortable making me a sword? He kind of, like, shoots a look at Afonza, and Afonza, like, slaps him on the chest, and she goes, Nuke can make a sword. Nuke could make a sword for you. I don't need a fancy sword. So, like, don't worry about, like, fancy. I just need it to slice and dice and be a sword. Okay. I think you can handle this. I want you to make my sword. All right. He's, like, sweating more than he was at the, <laughs> at the like, um, anvil. He goes, okay, all right, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll make you a sword. Talk to, um, if you can get, uh, Mithnod Jamiri to purchase the steel for the master. I want you I'll to make it, it though. I don't want you. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'll do it. I'll make it. All right. I can do that. She owes me, so. Okay. She promised me a boon and I get to make my own boon. I told her I get to make my own boon. My boon is going to be you making my sword and that she pays for it. She told me I can do that. So I'm doing that. Okay. So I um, shimmy my legs th- through my arms because mm-hmm. I said it wrong, and then my my cuffed hands are in front of me, and I think I don't know. I don't know. I used you to think? practice it all the time when I was a kid. Can't here. No, look. You gotta be. Uh, you have to be slightly right, but you gotta. Okay. So the trick is you gotta get past your butt. My butt is quite large, but I can do it if you give me. Enough time. I don't think you can. <laughs> no, okay, my, I, I can't, but she can because I said so. <laughs> Made up. Uh, all right. No, you know here's what? the thing. Your like your hands are a little bit further away. I think. How I about could. we roll about it? I think I could. I though. was gonna let you just do it, but then I tried to do it myself, and it was really hard. So I can't I think get I'm... it past my butt. <laughs> I used to be able to do this when I was a kid. I used to be able to do it. Okay. Let's roll plus decks. All right. Well, I did it, because yeah, that was did. a nine. Okay, yeah. All right. um, okay, so I do it, I get it in front of me, and then I take my 
duster. Now this is going to take a little finagling and I'm going to be really upset because I think I'm going to rip my shoulders when I do this. I'm going to take my duster kind of over my head mm -hmm. so that it's, so that it's laying in front of me, like over my hands. Yeah, okay. So it looks like you're just carrying your jacket in yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I got to say, there are a lot of ways I saw you dealing with uh, this barricade, and this is not the one that I envisioned. I'm sure it never even crossed I your mind that I would just turn myself in and then immediately run away. <laughs> no, and then when you were turning yourself in, I was like, okay, this is an interesting turn of events. <laughs> like, I can see where I can go with this. Yeah. And now you're in this, you're lost in the city yeah. with hand, okay. So it is the same article of clothing. We're just calling it a different thing. No, they're di no, they're different. Dusters are like what Malcolm Reynolds wears. Trench coats are like what Fraser wears. All right, good distinction. Fraser's gross, and I want Malcolm Reynolds feel yeah. instead of a Fraser feel. I really do not like Fraser. <laughs> We've started watching. Fra we neither one of us had watched it. I guess when it was on. Listen, don't badmouth Frasier or else we will lose, like, as who a, knows how many as of a our mental listeners, health therapist, what percentage of our listeners. As a mental health therapist, I do not appreciate his mental health things, like, 50% of the time. He's just bad at it. The other 50% is actually, he's all right. He's not awful. It was the 90s. It was a different time. It was a bad time. <laughs> it was a bad time. <laughs> Do I talk to people about this or do I just kind of do my own research about it? Is it even relevant? Does it even matter? Like it could just be a quinky dink. I mean, I'm sure it's not a quinky dink, but it could be a quinky dink. I am I listening know. to you, but I'm also 100% sure that that cat's purring is going to end up on the audio. <laughs> Um, if you can hear cats purring, it's because the kitty has decided she needs to be right in front of me, so I can't look at my notes. <laughs> I don't know the names of anybody. Do we she... need to do we need to lock the cat no, up? No, but she's so cute. But she's so cute. No, we leave her here for a little bit. It is But a, just a little bit. It is a well-established fact that cats actually love role-playing games. It's true. They just love them. And I, this one does. No one knows why. She's just so cute, though. Let's leave her here for a little bit. Okay. Just for a little bit. All right. That's my cat voice. Creating terrible audio, probably. It's fine audio. It's fine <laughs> audio. All but right. Everybody wants kitty time. This idea that you are, like, somehow tickled by the fact that a psychopath is hunting you is... I just is an interesting role play I choice I just like today. to inconvenience her. But she is terrifying. Have Listen. you seen No Country for Old Men? No. Is that the one with the milkshake? No. You always, always do this. I do always do that. You would think I'd get it right. It's the one with the weird haircut. Yes, it's the one with the weird haircut. I have not seen it, but I know that he's got a weird haircut and he, like, kills people or, like, eats people yeah. or something. Llewellyn Moss isn't, like, running across, like, the plains of Texas thinking, wow, I sure am inconveniencing Anton Sugar, the psychopath with a weird haircut. I'm glad to be inconveniencing this dude who's trying to murder me. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, I don't think that Sound thinks of her as a psychopath. I think Sound thinks of her as someone who's let power go to her head. That's not the same thing as a psychopath. Okay. Those are different things. All right, fair. You need a weapon. Like, yes. you need something. Yes, please. And a sword will do if you have one. A knife? Possibly a large, heavy book. 
Swords are not really my thing, um, but I do have... Do you have a small hatchet? Maybe one I could wear on my belt, should I be dropped into the wilderness. <laughs> That's a reference to a book. <laughs> I'm very pleased with myself. <laughs> you can't just say random things. She has axes. I feel like a hatchet would be appropriate. Yes, a hatchet would be appropriate. And, and I then I went and then I went with the reference. But I don't know why that I just don't understand. You married me. You decided that this was what I you know. wanted for the rest of your life. I know. I you just... made that decision and you made it with your eyes wide open. I didn't trick you. I know. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's a great idea, though. She gives you a... Uh, yeah, she finds a axe. Uh, but that's too big. What am I going to do with an axe? Like, uh, like a hand axe. Like a hatchet. I, isn't a hand axe bigger than a... Like, I imagined a hatchet is, like, like the size of an envelope. Whereas a hand axe is bigger than that. Like a... Like an envelope, if I'm going to send Like a- the whole axe? Yeah. Is it- no. If you wear it on your belt, how is it a... How is it a... How is it axe-sized? What, girl? In the, in uh, the book, yeah. The Hatchet, he wears it on his belt. A, a hatchet is about... A- how is he wearing that on his belt that's bigger than a human waist? You're... What you he's- don't... He's, he's got 12, he's got two feet in between his fingers right now, I, indicating the size of a I have hatchet. about a foot. That How do you think not people a, wear a hatchets? That's a foot. How do you think people wear hatchets on, on their, their belt? belt? Horizontally? Yeah. Well, otherwise you're, you, otherwise, otherwise, you've got a holster. Why would you say that you're wearing it if you're holstering it? <laughs> what? <laughs> How do you wear a hammer? In a holster mm-hmm. on your belt. Mm-hmm. They never specified that his hatchet was in a holster, so I assumed it was like a belt buckle you kind of spent deal. The, you read hatchet, yeah. and you thought he was doing all that with an axe the size of an of a 9 by 3 envelope? Yeah. Nah, girl. It was just like a lot of no. work that went into it. Uh, he, nah. How? With a dress and a straw hat and a goddamn axe. That's gonna be really weird. A hand axe, the head of a hand axe is about like three by five, probably a little bigger than that. I can't hide that on a dress. Where am I going to hide it? It's so I'm just walking around town with an axe? You were walking around town with a rapier before. My rapier was hidden by my billowy pants. I just can't imagine a town, even a fantasy one, where a straw hat and a dress. Goes with an axe. Well, then you don't get the axe. Well, but I want an axe. Can I get, like, a cloak to go over? And then I can wear the axe with a cloak? Uh, I need something. There is a thigh holster for the hand axe. So you can put it under your dress. I will take that. That's what Zofia has. I'll take it. I can't walk around with, like, I'll look like an axe murderer. People will remember me. Girl, then you gotta come up with creative solutions. Well, I thought my hatchet wearing around the belt was creative, but apparently I don't know what hatchet is. But you could have put it in the... You could have... But that would have still been visible. Like, I needed it to be something that I could camouflage at least a little. But whether or not you're hanging it off your belt vertically or holding it on your belt horizontally... But then it's a fashion statement if it's horizontally. Also, to my credit... I read the hatchet post September 11, so I did not. It did not. Listen, no, this is important. You can't get on an airplane with just a, an axe. 
coin with just an axe. So I thought maybe, you know, like a belt. It would be easier to, you know, go through. That's what I thought. I'm trying to explain middle school Diana's ideas of why the hatchet is that size in her head. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to explain it. I don't want oh, it to I'm be he- like I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm hearing the explanation. I'm hearing the explanation. <laughs> I'm not a dum-dum. I didn't say you were dum-dum. I can see it on your face. I did face. not say that. I would never say that. You would never, with words, use those words. You would never say dum-dum. Do you want the axe? Yes, I do. I told you, yes. I use the I use the thigh holster. And Zofia looks at you and she says, sorry. And she puts a shackle on her wrist. Well, I don't give a shit at this point. I scream in her face, you traitor. You better make sure that Omin and his family are safe because that monster will hurt them because she can't get to me. Realize that if they die, that blood is on your hands. And I'm like poking a finger in her face and I am furious in the rage of my, I I don't, my rage is just in her face and I am standing and I am yelling. Uh, okay, the entire, like, hall has, like, turned into, like, whispers and gossip and, like, shouts and yells. Mm -hmm. I now am no longer concerned with Zofia after I, like, scream at her. I, like, turn and lean and, like, start yelling at Missy and I'm like, you better let my friends go. You wanted me. You can't have me. Too bad for you. But you better let my friends go. Sophia is like, um, I think she, I think she has like one shackle on your wrist, and the other side of the shackle is either attached to her or attached to something on her person. Mm-hmm. Maybe attached to like a, like a, a steel bar or something. No. Yes, attached to like a, a, a like a, a rod that she That's is attached like, to that she's holding. Or yeah, you, okay. Yeah, so basically, like you cannot like get away from her. I mean, I could. I'll, all I have to do is get her to let go of this bar. Yeah, but Sophia's tougher than you. Yeah, and she I'm has like very good at those rolls, Zachary. She's like reaching up like with one hand to like try and grab your shoulder. Oh, I kick her. <laughs> I kick her. Okay. Don't fucking touch me after you have just handcuffed me. All right. She... I'm kicking her okay. in the knee. Okay. Uh, all right, roll. It's a hack and slash. I am kicking her in the knee. Okay. I failed that roll mm-hmm. spectacularly. Yep, you did. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was bad. She, uh, you go to kick her, and she, like, uh, I think she, like, moves inside your leg and, like, knees your knee mm-hmm. so that you, like, come down a little bit, and mm-hmm. you're, like, you're kneeling now and you're face to face with her and she goes I'm sorry you need to calm down I had butter <laughs> okay alright uh, roll hack and slash I had butted her so good I need to take something of this guy's off does he have boots uh yeah alright I take his boots okay I throw them down the stairs okay in different directions I want to throw people off if they're gonna if they have a bow and arrow they have an archer waiting to shoot me going down the stairs. I need to know. And I feel like a quick movement would indicate that. Okay. So I throw his boots down the stairs. All right. You hear some murmuring. <laughs> like, 
What is what? What? <laughs> well, here's the problem. Now I just want to keep stripping this guy and like randomly throwing his things downstairs. I kind of want to buy time. I'm like scared to go down there. What if there's so? What if there's too many people and I die? I can die. That's a that's a move in this game. Like I can that, die. Yep, that is something that can happen in Dungeon World. And I, none of the other characters will go down first. It'll have to be me. I mean, you can order them to. No, but that's I don't feel like the one. I don't feel like they actually would, and two, I don't feel like that's something that Sam would do. I really just kind of want to throw this guy down the stairs, so I do that. <laughs> All right, you throw this dude down the stairs. Yep. Um, I don't want to kill him. But I want to maybe confuse them so that when I do go down, I have a bit of an advantage. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Just have like a really nice day, guys. Just like a really nice one. Have a good day and we will see you in the next episode. don't have a good day. Have like a nice day. Okay. Have a nice day. Just like a really nice one. (laughs) And we will see you next episode. See ya. See ya.